0: It has been a difficult month for me in the sense of not being able to release my podcasts. Uh, I had gone through a lot of stuff, which I'll be sharing with you. Nothing that serious, but uh, the reasons why I could not be there to share my stories with you guys. So I have a number of episodes lined up. I'm going to try to release them together or in a short break so that you guys can be up to date with what I've been going through. But uh, for now, let's dive into the first story which was my first-ever corporate retreat here in the Netherlands. I never thought that I would have a corporate experience here in the Netherlands like the one that I did. Now, uh, we've discussed this before a lot of times. I am from Pakistan, so I have relatively different expectations from what a corporate retreat or a corporate master looks like. I have shared with you guys how my work is and how different it is from what it was back in Pakistan. So that's a good thing, at least to me. But I did not know what I was getting into when I went to Belgium with my team on a corporate retreat with my company. So to start off, there was this program, they were going to go to this area in Belgium called Matette. It was supposed to be a farmhouse or a chateau as the people there were calling it. And the whole plan was team building and understanding where the company is going and uh, and getting to know each other because we are working in like four to five different countries. So it's nice to get together once in a while to meet. It was a really nice experience, but uh, we are in the electric charging business, so one of the challenges was to get to that location from Holland in an electric car. Now, it does sound good, right, but it isn't really that good because electric charging infrastructure, especially in Belgium, was not that good, and moreover... I'm still going with people that I really, really like now, and I'm fond of them now. But back then, it was still a little bit of discomfort of sharing a car for six hours, four hours, and what's it going to be like, so on and so forth, right? So I wanted to make my most of it. I wanted to enjoy my time with them, and I definitely did. And I'm grateful with my team and the people that I am with. They're really nice people, but when I was going there, I was a little bit... Still awkward because it was my first time hanging out with these guys in an informal environment. Well, technically that informal of an environment. So took off in the evening, in the afternoon, around three PM. Took us four to six hours to reach uh the place. We were in a Tesla, so we had to stop at a Tesla supercharger twenty minutes, just walked around the block because the stupid supercharger was not near any superstore or any restaurant, not restaurant, but like cheap eatery kind of place that you can just go have some snacks. No, it was in the middle of a hotel, a five-star hotel. And if you wanted to have something, you had to go into the hotel's bar. So I was really, really hungry. So I was also getting hangry a little bit in due time. But uh, from there, we reached the chateau. One of my colleagues, one of my, uh, one of a few of my colleagues cycled all the way from Holland to Belgium. Now that's impressive. They took eight hours and 140 kilometers or 150 kilometers, they cycled. And I really wanted to do that. Uh, but I couldn't do that for two reasons. Once, I probably would have died because I'm not that fit. But secondly, I did not have a race bike either. <laughs> so my colleagues didn't ask me because they said we knew that you didn't have a race bike. We didn't know that you would have a race bike. And we also didn't know that you want to do it. I said, you're right on both parts. I really do want to do it, but I know I can't. But maybe next year. So I'm really looking forward to next year now because I really need to get myself ready to cycle at least 100 kilometers. It is going to be really interesting. But yeah, so uh, I we were in the chateau. Uh, the first night when we reached, everyone was just really tired with the driving and everything. So it was just chilling, drinking, talking. Now, I'm not a drinker. And I don't mind people drinking. I've lived in Turkey. A lot of my friends drink. A lot of my colleagues drink. And I'm good and well. But I was thoroughly... Thoroughly impressed by the amount that these Dutch people drank. You know, it was pretty, pretty interesting to me. Uh, They brought a van full of uh, alcohol, beer, wine, whatever, to celebrate whatever they were going to celebrate. And by the time we went back after two days, it was all empty. So I am very impressed. Uh, It was really fun to talk to these people. They party like crazy people. So it has been a very, very amazing experience for me but uh yeah mildly shocked but well, i think that's part of the package right so uh we go there the first night is just chilling partying there was an indoor hot pool people were literally just in the pool the first night and i was just with uh i established an image there because i couldn't i do not drink so i need something to have with me while everyone else is drinking to, you know, like feel part of the crowd because you still want to sit with them. You still want to talk to them. So I had tea. <laughs> I am a really big tea enthusiast. I love my green tea. So there were, there was a kitchen and there was a big, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it in English, but in Urdu or whatever the, in, other, in our language is called thermos, uh, that hot, that bottle that can keep your water or tea or whatever warm inside for a few hours. Right. So I fill it up with water to the brim, close it up and in my glass I had the green tea bag and I was reusing it like three, four times and I was just constantly carrying around that (laughs) bottle and the cup and I was just filling it up, drinking tea, talking to people. So most of them were in the pool, the rest of us were outside in the cold, chilly weather of Belgium. Uh, It is still my first winter here in the Netherlands so I'm not hating the cold yet Uh, people are telling me I need to get used to it and they're going to ask me maybe one year from now that I will start hating it but up till now I'm very very happy with the cold because back in Pakistan you don't get your cold so it's pretty interesting to actually have some cold here in the Netherlands right? so we were there in the chilly weather everyone's just enjoying chilling, drinking, smoking and I'm drinking my tea we're having a good bonding session talking to each other Understanding where we're from, we have people from the UK, we have people from Belgium, we have people from Holland. I'm from Pakistan. Some people from Colombia. So it was a really good team building exercise. But that was just the first night. Second night, we had to do this amazing rally, amazing rally in which uh, we were playing. Uh, I don't know what you call if this if it's a real name or not, but it was uh, it was a rally race without technology. So we had to follow the old good old days of the compass and following directions on a map or on a note given to us by someone. So that took us like eight to 10 hours, the whole gig and everything and I was dead. And that made me just realize more strongly that Belgium does not have a really good electric charging infrastructure because the whole part of the rally was to see how far we can get the electric charging, right? So it was pretty interesting to see how uh, we were doing it and it was pretty, pretty annoying. I was getting a little bit of motion sickness because it's just, it was not not my cup of tea. I don't like driving. I'm really happy with the public transport NS provides here in the Netherlands. <laughs> so the second day and then in the night of the second day, there was a party, uh, a hollow, no, 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 no. The second day was just everyone came back home and they were dead tired. So most of them slept me and a few other colleagues were sitting in the lounge of the house and we started sharing some horror stories. And it was one of those houses where you know that a horror movie can be shot here, right? Because of the setting that's around you. Dim yellow lights, uh, seven, to eight, 7 to 8, no, 17 to 18 bedrooms, a really big chateau, you can hear voices. And on the left, in the middle of the lounge, there was a picture of three girls without any faces, just blank dresses and it looked like they were drowning and right to the right like right next to them was the window towards the pool so you can see the pool on one side and on the other side you're seeing these girls portrait so you can imagine where our imagination was going that oh they were drowned here and then in their memory etc cetera, etc cetera, we started scaring each other and uh, all my colleagues started saying you know what don't scare us too much we Uh, We need to go to sleep and everything. And I was going to sleep alone in my room. So, disclosure, I got scared (laughs) in the night and I kept the light open for two hours before I could go to sleep because I was just like, you know what? I'll open some Trevor Noah. I'll listen to him make jokes about Trump and then I can easily fall back to sleep because I just didn't want to turn around to the left side of the room, which was the whole empty side of the room to see if there are some three girls drenching Towards me, <laughs> you know, because it, it did scare me a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, what can you do? Sometimes you tell a good story. Sometimes colleagues uh, really built up that really good story. So it, uh, I don't know, just a little scared a little bit. But uh, so that was the second night in uh, the rally, and then the third was team building activity. Where I was doing cooking, so I cooked some good. Uh, they were they were called piadonas, piadinas. Uh, in Italian, but it, honestly speaking, they were parathas. Uh, any Desi person will tell you how a paratha looks like. Uh, it was with spinach filling and cheese and basically a paratha. The Europeans might call it piadinas or piazones. I don't know what it was. It was a basic paratha and I was cooking the shit out of them because I'm Desi. I know how to cook paratas. They had a little less oil than I wanted to because in our culture back home, you drench the paratha in oil or else it's not called a paratha, it's called a roti. (laughs) So the whole day went by by cooking and then having a good uh, conversation with the leadership, discussing the future and everything. But the whole point of the whole event for me, and by the way, just to end it, in the night we had a Halloween party. So that was the best thing. The Halloween party, everyone dressed up. 31st October, as I said, it was a month ago. Uh, I never had a Halloween party before so it was really good experience for me dressing up and everything and uh, like these are all old people young people everybody and everybody was enthusiastic for the party that's what I like about this culture so this is exactly what I wanted to share the story why I wanted to share the story was because it's a completely different concept of team building and uh, experience sharing and you know having a company that thinks like what you're thinking because in Pakistan, I did have a corporate retreat. And honestly, it was amazing. It was amazing as well. We went to the north. And we were camping in the middle of the forest. We had hot water. We had bathrooms. We had a buffet. We were really pampered. And we were hiking. We were playing games. We were sharing thoughtful stories with each other. It was a lot of fun in Pakistan as well. But the problem was in Pakistan, that generation in Pakistan, which I was working with, most of them were not that young. So they were not really enjoying that trip as much as we were in the sense of openness. Here, none. it doesn't matter if you're old or young, everyone was on the same page here because that's how the culture here is. While in Pakistan, we're still going through a generational shift, right? So that's what I loved about this uh, experience here. I get to, get to see a different country. I get to enjoy and talk to people uh, outside of the workforce and understand how amazing they are as people. And I also get to see how the Dutch people party. And my God, they party really well. So it has been such a wonderful experience for me. And now when I go back to work, I remember all those good memories of what I've been through and how it has molded me to be become a better worker as well because I like to work at the place. But now knowing that they these people are the people behind the, you know, outside of the office, without the suits, without the laptops, without the, you know, the office jargon, these are people with amazing lives and amazing stories that they want to share and uh, just it's it was it was a wonderful experience for me and i wanted to share that experience with you hoping that i might have not experienced uh, explained it that well but i really hope i did it some justice by explaining to you guys how my first ever corporate trip here in the netherlands was like thank you so much for listening i'll talk to you next time by the way if you have any questions or anything, uh, please send me a message on Instagram at I am Desi Dutch. And if you have any suggestions as well, if you think I should be talking about something else, anything would be nice for me to know. Uh, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to listen to me. And uh, I guess I'll see you in the next episode.